AI machine learning is fundamentally changing collaboration, and we see it inside of teams. Teams are very liquid. We need to keep up with the way our people like to work. It has truly made us more efficient. This is exactly what we've been waiting for. This is how we think the world of tomorrow will work. Welcome to Teams On Air, where we bring you the latest on modern collaboration and intelligent communications in Office 365. You're listening to a bonus episode of Teams On Air. Enterprise Connect has a 27-year history that brings together industry experts, analysts, and customers to talk about issues and trends in enterprise communication and collaboration. In anticipation of all the great speakers and experts at Enterprise Connect, we set up the Teams On Air podcast studio where I interviewed 17 guests that included colleagues, partners, and customers who innovate for Microsoft Teams and use the product on a daily basis. You don't want to miss any of these great conversations. Microsoft makes an annual investment of over $17 billion in research and development, and we bring that innovation and learnings from the research into products like Microsoft Teams so you can achieve more in whatever you do. Our hardware partners have expertise that range from audio and video to telephony, and we work with them to bring our intelligent communications vision to life. And I believe it's pretty magical. These episodes were recorded live on the Enterprise Connect show floor and cover a broad range of topics, including artificial intelligence, augmented reality, whiteboarding, mobility, modern meeting spaces, and their devices, personal audio devices, telephony, live streaming, modern administration, and all of our latest announcements. This will be a great way for you to catch up. Before we transition to these interviews, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever platform you listen to Teams on Air. This helps us know if we're delivering value to you as well as create new content that meets your needs. Remember, this is exclusive bonus content of the podcast. If you've liked what you heard, tell your colleagues and friends to subscribe. All right, let's get to the next interview. Hi, welcome to another episode of Teams on Air. Um, today, I'm excited to bring another guest on the show that's going to help me talk about executive boardrooms, IoT, and innovation that's going on. So today, we have Ted Colton. Hi, Ted. Hi, nice to be here. And uh, Ted is from Crestron, one of our partners here, and we have a lot of innovation and announcements here this week that we've been doing with you. Thanks for that. Well, thank you for having us. We're excited to be here at the show. Tell, before we get started into the meat of the conversation, I'd love to understand a little bit more about you and Crestron. So tell us uh, what Crestron does and um, in your role. That's great. So Crestron's been in business for about 45 years now, and we've been in the general control and automation of buildings and meeting spaces. And over the last 10 or so years, we've been driving a great partnership with Microsoft to bring that control and automation to meeting spaces of all shapes and sizes. So everything from voice and video solutions to things that people sometimes take for granted, the lighting in the room or Mm -hmm. the temperature of the room or uh, the shading in the room, all those sorts of things. Crestron's made a good business of that throughout the decades. Yeah, there's, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a meeting space and it's been too hot, too dark, too cold or whatever the two is and it's just kind of made the meeting unproductive. Yeah, you know, and I think that uh, we've made a business of driving innovation around that and what you're describing is largely that Goldilocks state that people (laughs) want to get to. So I think that intelligent communications and some of the things we're doing in partnership with Microsoft as a whole uh, really stand to make a big difference in that. 
we've been talking about, not only in this conference, but just in general, you know, this narrative about this modern workplace, and uh, many uh, companies are uh, want to adopt it. And so a lot of this starts at the top. So can you tell me about how executives are trying to adapt and change to this new modern workplace? Yeah, great. So I think when we look at the meeting space for executives, they typically operate in their own private conference room, mm -hmm. or they host the board on a on a frequent basis, and so those rooms typically get called the boardroom, or a mixture of both. And I think in those rooms, the executives have enjoyed really great solutions. They've had, you know, kind of some some really nice capabilities in terms of control and automation of shades, lights, mm -hmm. and presentations. Yeah. And it really becomes a seamless seamless experience for them. Um, I think that's changing, and I think that's changing rapidly as we move down Moore's Law and as we start to democratize, democratize some of that technology and make it available for meeting spaces for every shape and size and for every individual. Yeah, I think I've heard the statistics that by 2020 we expect to see over 20 billion IoT-enabled devices in the marketplace. Um, what does that enable us to measure when we're looking at it from an executive lens? Yeah, so it's a really good point. I mean, I think one of, if we look back maybe five years ago, one of the big things was how do we video enable a room and how do we bring that out of that boardroom or that executive room and bring it to the rest of the organization. But now, when we look at two of the biggest variables in terms of cost to any organization, mm -hmm. it's space, the physical real estate that we occupy and use every day, and then it's the people, uh, the actual labor cost. And so I think now as we're driving forward and we're beginning to look at this, we can understand how people utilize space, yeah. when they utilize space, what technology they utilize in there, and then we can begin to measure the engagement of people in that room, whether it's they're too hot, they're too cold, or whether uh, it's a particularly cloudy day, so we want to make sure we have good ambient light coming in as opposed to artificial light. So there's a lot of new frontiers that are coming about because of these capabilities around IoT in particular, and then just kind of the intelligence for the meeting space overall. Yeah, so it's that's kind of fascinating to me because now you can control a lot more things just beyond the video and the meeting experience, right? It's the entire room. Um, but, and you can see, like for example, if you have a big boardroom with 16 people inside, you can see like where they're sitting, that's right. you know, and uh, do they have the right light, maybe light a portion of the room and not the entire room. So that's pretty cool. But can you take that experience out of the boardroom? Like, are they, is that experience only limited to boardrooms? I think it is. And I think the exciting thing there is one of the key questions people have when they organize their space, their building is, what type of meeting rooms do I need? And so you mentioned a 16-person room. That's kind of a large room. And then you typically see those people wrapped around the table and you see side chairs. Mm -hmm. But how often do we actually need that type of occupancy in the room? Yeah. So now if we instrument that room with the right sensors for people counting and occupancy overall, we can begin to get some meaningful insights about how frequently do we have that many people. Yeah. And research is really coming online nowadays. It says more often than not, regardless of the meeting space, the actual uh, total capability of that space to hold people in that meeting room, say 16, it's actually two to four. So think about that for a moment. We're building these large conference rooms, and if we knew that they were only occupied by two to four people do we most even need of the time, a, do we need that many? Yeah. And, and so then we get really great decisions 
for the organization to consider what type of meeting spaces do we need? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the research that I've been doing in the in my day job <laughs> is that it tells us that at least fifty, greater than fifty percent of the chance that you know if someone joins a meeting that they're actually remote. At least one participant is remote, and some in, mo- in many cases, um, all of them are remote. And so thinking of, uh, thinking through, you know, should we rethink how we're using those spaces for more? Uh, higher occupancy and, and higher utilization. Yeah, I think I think most of us in today's economic environment, there isn't just a, a bunch of workspaces or meeting rooms available. Mm-hmm. I think people are kind of clamoring on top of one another for these. And so as the workforce does move off remote or we're working geographically dispersed across the country or across the globe, yeah, then you could look at that and you could say, you know what, we might be able to give up that super large conference room that's seldom used, and now we've got the data and insight to really understand that usage pattern. Yeah. And then we could reallocate that space to a variety of other needs. Yeah. You know, new, new smaller spaces or more workstations, those kinds of things. Yeah. And those spaces still need IoT-enabled sensors and devices. They still need to know if it's too dark in there. They if, do. If everyone is in there, let's turn up the lights or let's lower the temperature based on how everything is going on. That's right. So you ought to be able to say, hey, Cortana, I'm hot. <laughs> and you expect something to happen. You yeah. ought to see a, a drop in temperature or I'm, I'm cold and you ought to see the heat, ambient heat drive up. So those things are right around the corner and we're super excited about that. So, you know, but, you know, boardrooms still exist. They still have a purpose and a function because at some time you want to get people together and have, um, you know, those really um, important conversations. And they're typically high stakes, high available. When when those happen, you know, that room has to be available. It has to be on. So how is Crestron thinking about making sure that those high stake uh, opportunities are, are met? Yeah, I think each of us can imagine our our CEO or our CFO hosting a meeting and they go to host that meeting and there's a problem. Yeah. The the screen doesn't work or we can't get the projector to work or there's a problem with the conference phone or there's a problem with the video system. So with these capabilities we're building in partnership with Microsoft, you can actually understand the state of that room before that meeting ever yeah. takes place. And you can understand the state of that room in terms of, is the projector going to work? Uh, is the video equipment going to work? Is the, is, is the conference phone going to work? All these things come to play and you can begin to track that. And if there is a problem, you actually get to artificial intelligence and machine learning about predictive maintenance of mm-hmm, that space. Mm-hmm. So these are some really cool things that will delight everybody. Yeah, it would be nice if they know that, hey, we've seen a certain error rate in the phones or in the video devices, and you can send out a repair technician before that big board meeting and not the morning of. Yeah, and yeah. we're even getting to the point that with some of these technologies, you may not actually have to send somebody to the room. You could probably, in our case, remotely monitor and administrate that room. You could bring that system back online or perhaps make a firmware upgrade or more importantly, maybe roll back a firmware upgrade to something in the room. So that becomes really cool. Cool. Now you touched a little bit about it, but we've been talking about intelligent communications here at Enterprise Connect a lot, and you know that's a core part of our story here. Um, What do you envision happening in the future with uh, intelligent communications and Crestron? So a couple things, again, maybe just to remind the audience, Uh, We're delighted to be here at Enterprise Connect. We've got two products that are going to be um, intelligent communication enabled via Teams, uh, Crestron Mercury and then Crestron SR, our Rigel solution. So I think that really gets exciting because I can then say, start my meeting. Mm -hmm. So we move past the one touch joint to just simply saying, hey, let's start the meeting. 
or we do exciting things like saying, you know what, please call Delanda or please call Ted and automatically that happens. And through, again, artificial intelligence, machine learning, an office graph, we understand proximity, we understand that you may be mobile, we understand your presence, and we'll call you on your cell phone without even having to think about that. So the vision is really exciting, and I think it's really gonna change the meeting landscape and the way we attend meetings uh, quite dramatically. Nice. Now you've been a partner with Microsoft for a long time. Tell us about how you're bringing the innovation and the learnings that you've had over uh, the, the length of your relationship into Microsoft Teams. So one of the things we do as a great partner um, with Microsoft is we have an opportunity to work together on forward-looking uh, plans. And so leading up to this show, uh, making sure that we had a great experience for partners and customers alike around Teams and our devices. Uh, and then we can bring those key learnings back and again, when we IoT enable that via Azure IoT, we actually can bring meaningful data and insight and collect mm -hmm. that, and that helps inform some of the decisions we may want to have as we move forward in product design. Yeah, so I know we've uh, uh, launched or announced that your Skype room systems, Crestron has going to make those enabled for Teams. Are there any new innovations coming? Yeah, so within that framework, so we'll have the full Teams experience there and the full intelligent communications environment there, and that'll be the voice enablement and the blurring of the background for participants. If I'm, you know, I might be in an area that there might be a distraction taking place behind mm -hmm. me. So some really cool, exciting things there. And then we're going to share that journey with Microsoft and, and continue down that path to some of the areas that we've already touched on in terms of, you know, maybe it's close the blinds or I'm cold and watch the HVAC system respond. So those are some of the teasers I'll leave for the crowd. Okay, cool. Nice. And um, I always like to ask everyone about their journey um, with Microsoft Teams. Talk to me about your journey, your unified communications journey with Microsoft overall. That's as a really a, great as question. A customer. Yeah, as a customer. So at Crestron Electronics, we've been using Skype for Business for quite some time. And and every one of our meeting spaces is Skype for Business enabled. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the benefits of being a partner around Skype Room Systems, so everybody uses that. Uh, they're super excited about Teams, and people are begin beginning to use that quite extensively. Um, so it's early times in our journey, but people are really finding that uh, it helps keep them better connected. Uh, there's, it's, it, it, it gives that central hub where projects can be worked on, uh, and we don't have to rely upon a lot of you know, separate communication vehicles to yeah. get things done. So it's so far been really exciting and we're excited about that journey of bringing teams along and into the meeting spaces. Well, great. We're, we're glad to partner with you on delivering innovations for our customers jointly, but I'm also glad to hear that you're using Skype for Business and, and on that journey and pathway to teams. So thank you. you. Before we go, you know, I'd like to ask you one final question. You know, we consider Microsoft Teams a hub for teamwork, and I'm always looking for teams that inspire our customers. So if you could be on any team, it doesn't matter the shape, size, or function, which team would it be? Well, um, I might not be popular with everybody, but <laughs> I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area, so the Warriors are doing pretty well in the NBA. <laughs> uh, some stiff competition this year, but I think it would be a lot of fun to be a part of that team. That team is not only do they exemplify hard work and really blending of their talents and skills, but they have a good balance of community service and work. So 
if there were a way to be a part of the Golden State Warriors, that'd yeah. be my choice. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. All right, Ted, thank you for joining us. Again, thank I'm you for so super me. excited about the partnership that we have with Crestron and the Skype Room systems. And I, I look to see all the innovation and the IoT enabled things that you're talking about. Great. And glad to be here on Teams on Air. All right. Thanks. All right. This ends this episode of Teams on Air. Tune in for the next episode.